0: All right, everybody. It is the first day of June twenty twenty two, and yesterday on the podcast, it was very uh, big uh, inflection point, uh, breakthrough moment, pivot, pivotal moment in my life. Felt like what God was was speaking to me through the Word there in uh, Deuteronomy eight about going to the wilderness. It's just a, it's a needed part of the life of anybody that's going to truly follow God and do what they're supposed to do. But there does come a time to go to the promised land. And that was it, you know, like yesterday was the day or, you know, now is the time of my life to do that. And uh, coming out of just uh, a lot of tragedy, not like too bad a tragedy. It's just like up against bumping against the wall i'm talking like the last couple weeks like doing everything right but just having a lot of things just fall through and just uh surrounded by wolves she, like a sheep surrounded by wolves you know but they say you know the bible says jesus actually said it that you should uh that's the only place to be because then you have to rely on god and then you know it's god and you're in proper alignment and all that so You know, and thank God for the preached word of God to confirm all that really, really, you know, concrete that in there to know that, you know, you're doing the right thing. And no matter how bad it gets, God's in control and you got to stay the course so you can see the fulfillment. So yesterday is the day it's like, okay, my body feels good and strong. I uh, got my house cleaned. All the bad stuff from the week before got postponed to this week. And it's, you know, it's a big step to step out of the old toxic, you know, scarcity mentality and mindset and all that into abundance. I mean, believe it or not, that is terrifying uh, to just change, period. You change for the better. Like, oh, who wouldn't want to do that? Yeah, logically, you know, there's, you know, there's no argument. But if you'll notice in your life, change is difficult because you're coming becoming something that you're not and you're putting to rest something that you are and you may hate that person but it's still sad for some weird reason change is hard but anyway so that's where i'm at and just on the upward trajectory yesterday and uh Then I get the news that my little sister, who's not like my blood sister, but when my dad was my age, he, uh, years ago, I was like 17, 16 or 17. My dad was 38. He started dating a young lady that had, uh, an infant and then. They dated you know up until he died on and off ah and that little infant was my sister like day one i don't know we just were close we were close from day one there's probably not a human being alive that like has more or had just more Instant access to the depth of my heart than that than her. That was just the way it was. Like that, like my in- identity was really wrapped around how much I loved her, you know. I mean, especially when she was a little kid, you know. And it was, I don't know. Then life happened, you know. I got way messed up on drugs and kind of went off and didn't talk to anybody for. Uh, i don't know probably five years or so i don't know for the most part and then as i come back to you know because i got the holy ghost and i did change that you know never stopped doing drugs completely And, and through that process of actually coming back to life she was there she was there she was going to church with me you know probably a third of the time going to bible study uh it was a little I wouldn't say awkward but it wasn't the same you know because she's not a little kid anymore and like whatever but she loved me man and I loved her and she's just a positive person you know always look for the good and uh, she was a joy to be around she really was and Anyway, and I don't know, and then we, I moved to Texas, and I don't follow up and connect with people in my past like I might, should, or could. Hadn't really talked to her much. Now, when my dad died, she actually took it the hardest. She couldn't even go up to the casket which is completely understandable. Uh, but that's the way that went down. And how much did I talk to her that week, five years ago? Not that much. You know, there's a lot going on. And what do you say in tragic moments like that? You know, my dad drank himself to death, so it was just terrible. But... You know, there was a little bit of interaction between us through the social media and stuff. And she'd send me messages. She's like, I'm going to come see you. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I can't wait, you know. And man, her social media was so positive all the time. It was amazing, really, because that's me, dude. That's not. I don't know. I don't, I like that is I didn't know about all the amazing people in the world when I was younger because there was no social media. But there are people out there that are just so brilliant and they're just they just know how to manage their state and do the right thing and oh it's just it's just amazing. And she was in that space. You know, like she was all about being the best version of herself. You know, obviously it was it was flawed. There was there was definitely an absence of God, it, which is Strange, because she really, really had a heart for God at one time. But, uh, but I mean, she just was on an upward trajectory. Just good at what she did, you know. Didn't uh <laughs> It's the last person you'd think. But, yeah. So, I guess there's some regret there. And, you know, and it all comes down to that poverty thing. The the thing that's kept me from actually communicating with the people that I care about is just the shame of my financial condition. And like, so when people hear that, their natural reaction is to be like, Oh, yeah, but that doesn't matter. We still love you. And you know, that's like telling the drug addict, all the logical reasons why they shouldn't do drugs. 'Cause they have a family and this and that and blah blah blah. I'm not ignorant to the logical dynamic. But emotionally it's just it's just more than one can bear. I don't know, more than I can bear. I just the shame of being useless is so heavy. And that's the thing. That's the thing that kept me, like all the people that you know, I'd like to talk to, but it's like, I don't, I don't wanna talk to them because I don't, I don't wanna discuss the subject of how I'm doing, so I just avoid it. And who knew, I genuinely believe, even after all those years, that there was not one person that had more influence on jocelyn's life than me i do believe that she believed me a thousand percent she did her whole life and she looked up to me a lot and i don't know some interaction <clears throat> There was some. I never did call her. I don't even have her number. You know, it's all through Instagram. But uh, anyway, I don't know. I, I don't know the story. I don't know the story. But the story I got is she was having a fight with her boyfriend, pulled the gun out, and blew her head off. completely blows my mind like it doesn't even seem like that could remotely be the truth even so i'm a little skeptical of that but of course i'm not i'm not like blaming like oh no someone else did it because that's just even if someone else did do it you go into blame you have completely forfeited any any hope of redemption or progress in life like you just don't blame it's a bad strategy but i am but i didn't know her lately but i'll tell you what you look through her social media and all that and she sure didn't look like someone on the verge of suicide not even close but whatever i mean but yeah so that's that's what uh that's the life that's the condition i'm in now so i'm like it's like god's telling me okay now you're stepping into prosperity and abundance i get that news And it's like okay well I got an air test like how am I going to I don't have any money my uh credit cards maxed out and I so my Facebook ads aren't running so I don't have leads coming in I've got leads to catch up on and bring current that you know what I mean and I went whatever so I'm going through them yesterday when I get the news but I've got an air test scheduled for two o'clock and I get the news, and I gotta get out the door and go do the air test so I can land this deal and hopefully land another couple deals this week so I can afford to go home and uh, make a minimum payment on my maxed out credit. Like literally that's the situation I'm in, but you know, God will provide, right? Show up to the air test and they ghost me. (laughs) And I get another air test. So I was like, okay, that's great. I'm gonna land this one. Yeah, no, no, no. It was, uh, yeah. So that's, uh, I don't know, I guess these moments, you know, there's those songs like, I don't want to forget how I feel right now on the mountaintop. I can see so clearly. It's all about something like that, you know, but I think it's important to remember the low moments and trust God. (laughs) You got to trust God. And so this is the ultimate, you know, of all the times. I think this is like where I, am required to dig deep in my trust for god deeper than ever because it really 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 is like if you look at the numbers in the situation i'm in and like (laughs) that it really requires a trust that he'll work it out but i think it's important to realize our definition of it working out and God's definition of it working out, they're not necessarily the same. They probably rarely are the same. So I don't know. I'd like to go home or I feel, I feel an obligation to go home for the funeral. I mean, it was, you know, and don't even have the money (laughs) to do that. Uh, So I don't know, but you know, you're reading the autobiographies of the people that really made it big. There's the low points, you know, and I don't know. I do feel like all these low points, God's telling me that it's a documentation, you know, it's just like reading the Bible, right? You know, just all the hell that would just break loose over and over and over and over again, and God would show up, but you can't try, you can't try to fit God into your box to where it's going to work out the way you think. So I don't know, maybe I won't go home. Maybe it's not his will that I go home. It's the only way I can really see. But yeah, that's the reality. But you know, there is a possibility that this week is still good. I've got two more air tests scheduled this week. And if I land them both, like by the skin of my teeth, I could I could pull it off. But they also say like if it's within your capability then it's not a god thing and i'm literally to the point like i don't want to live on my capability like i need a god thing like i need i need god to show up in my life so that's the podcast for today I don't. Yeah, like 22 years old. Sweetest. Upbeat. Positive. Beautiful young lady. You could possibly imagine. Suicide. Apparently. Evidently, right? Allegedly. And, uh... All right, well, I'll end it with this. Socrates, it's a legend, old legend, myth, old, ancient story. A guy named Socrates in Greek, Athens, I think, in the town, whatever. He's going to be put on trial for not bowing to the god of the government. And basically, the trial was a warning, like, okay, you could be punished with death. From you know the trial if you're if you're found guilty or whatever. But it's six months out, so it's basically just a warning sign, get out of town, you're fine, whatever, just leave. But uh Socrates he, like his whole thing was like he felt like there was a voice in his head. There was a conscience, there was a spirit, there was a God, there was a guiding light that would tell him not necessarily what to do, although sometimes tell him what to do. But always tell them what not to do. Like, don't do it. Don't do it. And uh, I think we all know about that. It's our conscience, right? It's, you know, I believe it's our connection to our Creator. We all have that voice how sensitive are you to that voice and how obedient are you to the voice right because if you just blatantly disobedient to it then it gets quieter and quite like you just can't hear it anymore like you kind of know it's there but you're not even because you're just on a roll but i've noticed lately in my life the, the the most tempting thing it's the most disgusting thing too by the way when you talk bad about people it actually makes people not like you In the moment, like you know, everybody kind of gets high on that uh, experience of talking bad. It does release dopamine and everything else. But as like a general rule, people kind of stack up a case against you unconsciously. Like, don't talk bad about people. It's not good for you. And uh, but there's plenty of subject matter, and you know, you get bored in life, so you just point out other people's flaws. And uh, and just here recently, it's like, man, it's not. It's eating away at me. So I need to stop doing that. And you know, I would think to do it in my head and it's just like i hear that voice don't do it don't do it and i've actually been listening to it you know probably 80 percent of the time here here lately and it, and it feels good so i believe in that that, that i think he called it the daemon socrates called that the daemon so I, I believe in that i believe that god does speak to you that way and i feel like you know coming out of the drug thing like every time you know it's like oh i'm clean and sober now and then i'd be doing drugs and I get that little small voice, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it, you know, and it's real simple, you know, and I think that as you mature with God, it's more than don't do it, it's like, okay, do this, you know, do this if you really love me, you know, whatever, and you can see miracles and stuff by actually doing something, but I do believe that God will reach for everybody all the time, and just simply say, don't do it. And if I could encourage anybody or direct them in the right way, I would say, when you hear that voice, don't do it. Just listen. Don't do it. Don't do it. If Jocelyn did shoot herself, I'm sure that voice said, don't do it. I'm sure. Don't get so frustrated with life don't let your emotions get so high toward any given thing that a spirit of defiance rises up in you. You're not going to prove God wrong. You're just not. So, if you hear the voice in your head and it says don't do it, my suggestion is don't do it. Love y'all. Have a good day. Bye.